Okay, welcome everybody to another episode of the View from the Nest podcast with me, Dark Forest Capital. I'm a full-time contributor at the Index Co-op and I'm joined by my friend, AG, uh, who is also a contributor at the Index Co-op. How are you doing this week, AG? Yeah, yeah, doing great. Doing great, Paul. It's been probably one of the busiest weeks at the Co-op that I can recall. And, you know, you've been you've been around for a little longer than me from kind of the beginning. So I begin to kind of hear your thoughts, but I just absolutely struggle to keep up with for a pace of uh, posts and comments on, on the forum. It was just, uh, yeah, it was just full on. Yeah. I'd say the forum has been running a bit more like a telegram chat over the last week. Like they need to turn slow mode on. There's uh, a lot of people with a lot of things to say. So yeah, I agree. It's been really busy and, uh, we're seeing a lot of new people come in as well, which is good because we kind of need people to pick up that slack that we're that we're starting to see with it. So, um, yeah, busy but growing still, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty positive about what I'm seeing. A lot of people with a, a lot of finance experience, and um, yeah, some some strong like some strong opinions as well. So yeah, it's good to see. I think absolutely, um, yeah, and like I think I've been sort of saying it for a while that we need more people, we need more people. And, you know, like, I think the crew that, like the core crew that we had um, was like, was sufficient for one product. And like, we did a great job trying to grow uh, a DPI and like getting through the launch uh, of CGI. But then like with more and more products coming online, it's just, yeah, we just simply need more people. So now we got them. And, and now it's, uh, you know, hoping that our new sort of org structure with working groups kind of holds up and uh, does a job and kind of directs people into like focus areas where they can really contribute to things that, uh, that matter. Um, so that's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that develops, but definitely a rather positive to uh, see such an influx of people into the community. Yeah, it's looking good so far. It always seems a bit more chaotic from the inside, but uh, when you look at what others are doing, I think we're doing a good job of it. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we stack up over the next few months, but I think we're good at the moment. Um, Should we jump into the newsletter for the week then? And uh, first up is our favourite topic at the moment, obviously the Metaverse Index, and we've just launched a logo challenge for it. So we're trying to get people more involved um, with it being a community-led index. Obviously, we're looking to, to keep that theme up. So, um, yeah, pushed out a, an incentivized challenge to design the logo for MVI. And obviously, you and I have both been perusing Twitter as the, uh, the hashtag Metaverse Index comes in with each of the entries. And we're seeing some really creative stuff. Um, what's your favorite been so far? It's, uh, yeah, it's been rather interesting. I think I, I just want to point out that the amount going to to the winner is like the dollar amount is growing by by the day um with the price of the index token and i think that's up to like almost three thousand for the winning for the winning design which is like awesome i think there there are two submissions that that i really like i think um i really like the first one that that came in I, i think it could be a little bit improved with uh, maybe different color combination, different color scheme, but more in that kind of futuristic um, cyberpunk type of, yeah, uh, type type of colors. 
And then I also liked one that sort of looked like a floating island in a way. It was like a sort of Decentraland floating island um, that I found quite interesting. What, uh, what about you? Um, I know you like that uh, owl that sort of looks like an Axie in VR glasses. Yeah, I thought that was great because it uh, harkens back to our, our mascot, which um, I did point out that we don't have a name for that mascot yet. I guess it would be something like uh, Olivia or Oliver, Oliver the owl, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure somebody can come up with something better than that. But <laughs> yeah, um, I like that one. That was very creative. And like none of these have been what I've expected, which I guess is why I'm not a designer. Um, but it, yeah, it, the variety has been incredible. So yeah, just to reiterate, I, I suggest getting onto Twitter um, searching hashtag metaverse index to see all of these entries and try and understand what we're talking about. I like the first one that you mentioned as well. And it was the first one that came in actually. And it looks a bit like a set of building blocks in something like Minecraft, but um, more stylized. And uh, yeah, like you say, with a, a different set of colors, that, that would be really nice to see. And on the, like the cash prize, obviously the indexed token amount has stayed the same, but even between us drafting the article and then pushing it out onto Twitter, there was a an increase in about a thousand of about a thousand dollars in the prize. So yeah, it's um it's going up at quite a rate at the moment, which is good. So yeah, anybody that's that's listening that hasn't entered yet, um, you still got a chance. It runs until Friday, uh, eleven o'clock UTC on Friday evening, and um, all you have to do is join or follow, sorry, Index Co-op on Twitter, which is at Index. COOP index coop and tag any of your entries with hashtag metaverse index. And um, me and AG will be judging you alongside the, the treasury committee, which is a few of the guys from set protocol um, to decide the winner. So we'll, we'll announce a short list over the weekend and then the, the top three on the next week. And then the winner is going to be ready to go on coin gecko and get plastered over all of the, the sites across crypto. So it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, obviously with a hype around NFTs and stuff as well, like having your design become part of what could be an absolutely massive financial product is, is really cool on top of the, the US dollars that you'll get or the index tokens that you'll get. I think we're also going to plaster it all over the um, Central Games Casino for our launch party. So <laughs> that's uh, that's another way to sort of, see your your token in action and then or, or your logo design in action and then uh, obviously you and i have been talking about like other cool stuff that we could do with logos and nfts and and so on so it doesn't have to end there yeah i think we both need to level up in terms of our street cred before the launch next week like we are, there's no way that me and you are cool enough to be hanging out at a launch party with a dj in a virtual environment at the moment so uh yeah, I think we need to go on a bit of a shopping spree, maybe pick up some Atari sneakers, uh, get some wearables on the go. <laughs> I'm sure you'd love that. I think I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be shopping at uh, Macy's or something or Target, you know, while you're probably going to go like upscale Dolce Gabbana type of, type of, um, type of shopping. So. Yeah. You know, my style, that, that's more my style. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can see you as more of like a, <laughs> a budget shopper <laughs> yeah i'll just you know simple efficient maybe we should have a prize for best dressed well now they're just skews in my favor yes. 
exactly. <laughs> like, how about the most underrated dresser? Yeah, could do. Yeah, it would be interesting to see everybody turn up. There's going to be some uh, a few first-time users, I'm sure. Uh, not that we're old hands at like Decentraland, but mm. it's going to be fun. Something very different for sure. Absolutely, I think it's going to be like the first product launch party in the virtual world. I I, I haven't I haven't seen any, so uh, it's exciting to be doing something uh, something new, and you know, certainly really cool to partner up with uh, Decentral Games and hold it at their casino with some sort of replay gambling and, and things like that. So it'd be exciting for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't want to take up too much time on this because we're hogging it, but obviously we're both excited about it. And uh, yeah, some of the people that we've spoken to have also been very excited, which is great. And they, you know, helped us get involved. So um, I think we can probably dedicate a bit more time to it on a, on a podcast special perhaps before launch. So uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll, we'll leave it for there for now. And um Keep up the momentum in the in terms of products and uh, talk a bit about bed which was moved into the iip phase which kind of like solidifies the proposal as official now it you know it's part of our product pipeline still some debate around the fee split on the forum and just what exactly it is that we'll be getting from bankless uh, I'm, I'm starting to see it a little bit more of like a really I don't know how you'd put it, but like a uh, a well-priced way of getting some good exposure for index co-op and our products through a very reputable uh, a very reputable community, and and obviously with Ryan and David at the helm, like they've got a lot of credibility in the space, and they've been they've been at it for a while. So I think there's a lot of like harder to quantify stuff there that they can offer. Um, that's kind of where I'm sitting at now on it. Like I think the the fee split is is fine to be honest. Like I, I don't really have, yeah. I, I I wouldn't say I'm I'm against it. I, I think it's it's fair plus minus, you know. But what we haven't really talked about before is like the methodologies bounty, right? And and how that gets allocated. Because if if we look at Bankless as sort of a branding and and a marketing partner, a funnel partner. But not a methodologist, then you know it's a question of whether we should be allocating methodologies bounty to to them. So that I think that to me is um, is is a bit of a gray area, and and it'd be great to kind of address it or talk about it in in the forums and calls or kind of through through the next uh, stage of the process. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's something that will sort of organically come out of the conversation um, as Ryan and David get a chance to pop back in. They did mention on the community call that they would probably rope Lucas in as somebody who's a bit more in the trenches, a bit more technical to actually manage this thing full time. So perhaps um, as Lucas gets up to speed, they can sort of clarify exactly what their role will be and where they'll sit with it. Uh, But yeah, it's kind of ongoing at the moment. Have you had a chance to have a look through the dashboard that, JD has put up on on June the like revamped dashboard. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. I like blew my mind. It just allows us to track all the metrics that we've identified as as kind of our KPIs and our North Star metrics. And it's been really fascinating to see with the launch of um, the ETH Y product 
kind of the expansion of the unit supply that's coming from that, uh, even even though there is a cap. And then I don't know if you've seen that, but like on couple of um, on a couple of days, supply actually makes up like 40, 45% of the total trading volume across all of all of the products, right? So it's it's like it's it's almost it's trading at a level of GPI with literally like 20% of liquidity, um, which is insane. It's rather fascinating. So yeah, I think the dashboard is uh, is absolutely great, and uh, I'm sure we'll we'll be using it quite extensively around the group and and as we kind of track and and make decisions about products. Yeah, I mean it's super slick, and this is another area that I think when you compare us to some other projects in the space, like we're just light years ahead at the moment. Having somebody like JD, who's obviously extremely skilled at what he does, put in the effort to like get this where, to where it's at. So we. You know, anybody can go and see in real time what we're up to and, and how we're doing as a as a project and protocol, which is just incredible for us and uh, externally as well. And you add on to the fact that the fact that it, it just looks super slick as well. Like I just, yeah, I've enjoyed browsing through all the data on there. Yeah, and it's like down to daily revenue level. Mm. Like how insane is that, right? Like if you think about a traditional traditional company, where can you go and look at how much money Starbucks makes in a day? You know, uh, so that's just, uh, you know, we talked about it before and it's just a complete new level of uh, financial transparency. And it's not even reporting, right? Because like once you build it, that's it. Like you don't need to report. Anyone can just go and, and look at it. That's, uh, yeah, it's definitely kind of the, the new area that is only possible because Ethereum is an open and, and public blockchain. Yeah, absolutely. I think we'll still be packaging it up and pushing it out, like at least on a monthly basis, just to, for the for the more casual um, passerby on Index Co-op, uh, so that we can kind of present the high level results out. But yeah, for the more advanced users and definitely for the more diligent investors like this is going to be the first place for them to turn now and maybe it's no coincidence that we've seen such a rise uh, in the index token price recently because this just exposes like exactly how well we're doing when you talk about unincentivized supply you look at the um, fees that we're generating from the ETH, uh, ETH fly product and and the way that it's all growing like how we've pushed straight up into the cap on fly as well um, yeah, it all just looks mega bullish for index, so it's great. Cool. Uh, next up was meta governance, our old faithful project uh, project um, topic. We've covered it a few times before. It's got a new lease of life now with uh, Cedric, who recently joined the index co-op. So he put a piece out on the forum, kind of highlighting a little bit about where we've been up until today, um, his own thoughts, and then like bringing in some of his knowledge from, I think he is law focused um, and, you know, approaching it in a really rigorous way. Uh, obviously, he talked about something which I know you've mentioned before, which is like proxy voting, uh, Glass-Lewis and what's the other one, ISS, that sort of do like um, proxy voting and voting recommendations in the real world. And uh, yeah, it's, it's good to like give that a new lease of life. I know that we've 
we've talked about it before we've put a proposal out there but it hasn't really gone anywhere so to have this like give it another little prod and um, i think there's a lot of enthusiasm for it now within the co-op and um, we've had a number of like compound meta governance proposals come through recently and we have missed quorum on a few so it's starting to get important that we figure out exactly how to do this and how to do it right yeah and i think that's where sort of having new people come in is important right because i i just don't think we have capacity uh, before to really dig in um and i'm sure like i think the the governance mining solution that we that we put up right with with delegation would have addressed it but i'm sure there are smaller wins that that are easier to to achieve right there is there is low low hanging fruit there that can help us improve participation in in meta governance so yeah it's definitely great to kind of see other people picking it up and and sort of running with it in the long run i still believe delegation is is the way to go for this but in the meantime let's try to figure out uh some kind of smaller steps and uh luckily it's only it's only compound really that's where there is a lot of governance activity at the moment there's not so much in uni um i think we're still working on the adapter for ave and i know noah is working on incorporate like allowing us to vote via snapshot for a couple of other projects in in DPI. So I think we kind of ramping up our efforts um, at the right time for this. Yeah, it's going to be important to have something in place once we get up and running, you know, on the snapshot and, and get the Aave v2 bit like rebuilt and start voting on Aave stuff again, because we're going to have a ton of votes coming through at that point. Um, I'm with you on the delegation, obviously. I'm, put that into the original governance mining proposal. And I think it's important to have people that are compensated and like focused almost full time on that stuff. And um, it's like, by the time you get between five and eight tokens, you're going to, you are going to have like a full time job keeping up with all this stuff. Um, but I prefer to come at it from the other side, which is to say that we found out today that a group of owls is called a parliament, which means it makes complete sense to have your uh, delegates called a parliament um, so that when 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 they pass a proposal it comes from parliament I think that makes a lot of sense as somebody who lives in the UK so uh, yeah that that's my justification for it not not a fan of that <laughs> not not a fan of that we should not be reverting to traditional societal names for things like that like a citadel would be nice you know or, or is something just uh, a little more progressive than than parliament like if i hear parliament i'm like automatically like snooze mode yeah it's corrupt and they probably don't know what they're talking about so. <laughs> i mean that yeah i was going to say that sums up the index co-op but uh, that would be unfair <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's what you want no no i think we do a good job we're doing all right job um I would, i'd argue that citadel is actually an old-fashioned term as well like that comes from we use a lot of terms like that actually we have moat in DeFi. we talk about well that's just finance in general perhaps but moats citadels uh what else have we got parliaments <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I, I like Citadel a little bit more. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there for this week. Um, we've got the final thing that I put in the newsletter was a plug for Big Sky, a.k.a. Simon, who has been running a clubhouse meeting every Friday, very valiantly uh, holding down the fort, as I said, turning up and talking to whoever, whoever will listen <laughs> every single week. So uh, if you have an iPhone, which I know, AG, you don't, obviously, you're not welcome in the clubhouse citadel, then please consider coming to have a listen. We talk about some interesting stuff. We went a little bit down the rabbit hole on MetaGarb, on Layer 2, uh, touched on the Metaverse last week, actually. So, yeah, it's always an interesting and diverse conversation. Depends who, who turns up from the co-op, but, um, yeah, we have a good time. Yeah, I think uh, it's, you know, it's your exclusive iOS club. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not there, to be honest. <laughs> that sounds like uh, yeah, a little bit of salt going on there that's okay we'll we can hold the <laughs> meetings in decentraland or sandbox in future and then everybody's invited and we can comment on your clothing choices in the virtual world yeah the possibilities the possibilities <laughs> are endless okay cool um that's it for the newsletter did you have anything else that you wanted to cover this week no, I've been I've been hearing that um, you have been sort of picking up some random tokens and aping into things, as as you tend to do. Um, you care to elaborate and and uh, give us a little insight on what uh, what you're up to? Uh, yes, I can't pretend to fully understand everything that I've done, but I will tell you what I've done. And it's all added up to give me a DGEN score on Atomic Blue that got me into a closed beta on their DEX aggregator. So obviously pretty happy about that. Um, I would say the, the most interesting thing that I'm in at the moment is Olympus, which is the next gen like algorithmic stable token, stable coin. Um, not to be confused with a like dollar pegged stable coin. And the way that they did the launch was probably the, the most unique launch that I've seen so far. It was an initial Discord offering. So anybody that was in the Discord before the 3rd of March was allocated an amount of OM tokens, which is the, the token of Olympus. Um, there's, a, there's a very Greek theme going on with Olympus. Uh, the, the main dev is Zeus. So, um, yeah, you can see where that's headed. And... So everybody uh, was was able to purchase 140 ohm for $500, um, and then as soon as the uh, as soon as the token like officially launched and there was liquidity on Sushi Swap, um, it went up to about 250, and then 500, and it's seen a thousand, and is now back down somewhere around 750, 800. So for those who got in early, it's been an absolutely insane ride. I've never, ever seen anything like it, even in crypto. So a lot of people when the pre-sale have sold out. And despite that, the token is still holding strong in like multiple hundred dollar range. So the project itself is it's designed to be stable, but in the future. And there's a number of parameters that you, as a DAO, like with your own tokens, you will control. And they will affect how volatile it is as an asset 
and they use a mixture of bonding and staking to try and control like i guess well partly supply but also um, price and volatility the cool thing is that the protocol itself is like a buyer of last resort so it only sells home tokens above a dollar and it only buys them below a dollar so any transaction that the protocol makes makes profit so then that profit is divided 10% to the treasury and 90% to people who are staking and if you're staking you get that in the form of rebasing via um, an inflation of home tokens so there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there's absolutely no way that i'm going to be able to summarize it here but that's the gist of it so really exciting for anybody who was in there early um, in terms of the launch now it seems to be like in the expansion phase which is how they've designed it and at some point in the future uh, there will be a change in the parameters to make it a stable asset but um, even though it's backed by Dai, that is very unlikely to be around one dollar it will settle somewhere else yeah and i think i've probably talked a bit too much on that <laughs> now that just shows you excitement for the project man yeah i mean it's it's been fun to be involved and um i mean the the memes alone are, are amazing and uh, if you see anybody with three comma space three in their name uh, which our first metaverse index um submission like the guy who did that had it in like that that's somebody who's part of ohm and that's to do with a, a post that they did on um oh, i forget what it's called now uh game theory so if everybody's staking basically it's the best result and that was listed as like a three three result whereas if if everybody's selling then it's minus one minus one but um trying to explain an in-joke to people who don't know what it is. It's quite difficult. Anyway, it's an interesting project. I, I think people should check it out just to understand like what they're trying to do. It's definitely an experiment. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't recommend um, just aping into it and, until you kind of understand how it's going to work. No, that's, uh, that's really interesting. I, I think like that whole algorithmic stable coin or, or like that's a whole new growing area, right? And and that's basically just coming from the fact that most of the stable coins in existence today are centralized to some degree, whether it's Tether or USDC. Uh, Dai obviously isn't, but we need, yeah, like we need decentralized stable coins for the decentralized financial system. So it's definitely like that. That area has seen quite a few projects in 2020 and. Uh, it looks like it is going to continue to kind of see a lot of experimentation for the next few years. Yeah, absolutely. I know there's a, a couple of others that are um, going around at the moment, like Float, possibly, Faye, and uh, I want to say Frax, but I'm not sure if that was a Gen 1 one. But yeah, and, a number of experiments. And it's and that's what they are. Like, I mean, I've, I've spoken to, Olymp um, to some of my friends about Olympus who are sort of very early uh, crypto users in terms of like their experience. So they're complete noobs basically. And when like they can just about grasp Bitcoin is digital gold and then Ethereum is a network on which a node of decentralized applications will be built. And they can start to understand why those things are valuable. But then when you tell them what you're up to and it's a decentralized uh, algorithmic stable coin 
that is backed by like an, an asset that trades at one dollar, but for some reason it this trades at eight hundred dollars. Like it, you just completely lose them. So it's important to to remember that it is an experiment. Like people are just trying all of this stuff, um, but that's what's so cool about it. Like this innovation, we're breaking things. People are getting rug pulled left, right, and center. But at the end of all of this, we're going to have some brand new things, brand new primitives, brand new um, like apps to play with that, that have never existed before. Yeah, I think that's uh, the spirit of experimentation and uh, yeah, move fast and break things, right? Absolutely. Although that's not very comforting when you lose like 5% of your portfolio in a rug pull, but uh, that's the price you pay for innovation and progression, I guess. I'm sure you can make it up in the next uh, initial Discord offering. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Cool. Um, any other topics you wanted to cover, or do you want me to show you something else? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that uh, covers it for this week. I think uh, it's going to be interesting to kind of see how you manage to do these newsletters with um, with so much going on in the forum uh yeah you have to kind of pick and choose yeah so sorry if i've left anybody off who has been doing important work because obviously it's all important but uh if i had more time i'd write a longer newsletter um but yeah i'm sure as we cycle through i can pick out stuff that i've missed in the past and, and make sure everybody gets a bit of coverage absolutely all right i think the, that about about uh wraps this up and uh it was great chatting to you, Paul, as always. And, uh, you know, we'll be looking forward to kind of working on the Metaverse launch. And that's uh, that's coming up rather soon. So um, next week, actually, right? Um, yeah, targeting the 7th, so aren't we? That, that's going to be that's gonna be quite exciting. And uh, hope to see everyone in, in the central end for the launch party. Wicked. Yeah, thanks, AG. And thanks for tuning in, everybody. And we'll catch you next week.